Welcome to the Powerhouse Revolution podcast. I'm Lucy Gernon, ex-corporate leader turned CEO of my dream business, helping corporate female leaders just like you to create your dream career and life. At 40, I quit the corporate world as I was tired of doing a job that no longer lit me up and wanted to live my life my way. I created the Powerhouse Revolution podcast to give you simple, actionable tips and strategies to help you create the perfect career and lifestyle that you and your family deserve. So if you're a corporate female leader or manager who is ready to step into her superpowers and live the life you were born to live, you are definitely in the right place because life is way too short to dread Mondays. Okay, let's jump into today's episode. If you struggle with owning your worth and owning your value, this is the podcast episode for you today. Today on the podcast, I have an amazing guest speaker. Her name is Denise McGarry, and she is a money mindset coach, and she works with people on their money mindset. So for you as a woman in the corporate space, I want you to know that you need to own your value. Yes, we know there is a huge gap between the genders when it comes to pay, and a lot of that starts with our own mindset. So if you want something to change in terms of what you're seen as, how you're valued by your company, it all starts with you owning your worth and valuing yourself. So on today's episode, Denise is going to be sharing a lot of gold, including how you can ask for a pay rise and the steps you need to take before you go into your boss, and also some amazing advice to help you to own your worth and shift your mindset. So without further ado, I would like to introduce Denise McGarry. Hi, Denise. How are you? You're very, very welcome to the Powerhouse Revolution podcast. Oh, thanks, Lucy. I am so delighted to be here. Well, I am so excited to get into this whole topic of owning your worth and money mindset. So when I when I started thinking about who who can I get on the podcast to talk about this important topic, you were the first person who sprung to mind. So do you want to maybe explain a little bit about who you are, what you do? And yeah, we go from there. Brilliant. Thank you. So yeah, I'm Denise and I'm a money mindset coach. Um, but I'm also I work with on um, you know, money mindset is great, but it's the self-esteem, it's the self-belief, it's owning our value. Because the one thing about all of this stuff is money is great, but it's not about the money. You know, it's about what's going on underneath. And that's yes. you know what I love to do. Mm. So talk to me a little bit about, I suppose, money mindset. So this is kind of a buzzword. I know, especially in the entrepreneurial space, you'll hear a lot about your money mindset and owning your worth, etc. So explain maybe a little bit about, I suppose, our relationship with money. That might be a good place to start. Sure. So basically, that's what your money mindset is. It's how you view money in the world and how you view yourself around money and the way you treat money the way you talk about money but what's not what's not addressed enough and I think is totally undervalued is how important as as women business women leaders how important this topic is because your money mindset is set when you're very small you know it's set before we're seven before we have these kind of conscious thoughts so basically we soak in everything that's around us like most of our core beliefs and we just run with that. And why wouldn't we? It's like just locking a computer program in and off you go. But when you become an entrepreneur 
or even as you get older, <clears throat> excuse me, and you have to start earning, that's when it can cause problems because we have to ask for money. You know, we have to, I don't know about you, but I never grew up loving money because money caused conflict in my house, you know? So uh, my mindset around money was pretty negative. It was like, yeah, let's not talk about money because it'll only be a row. Mm. Or, you know, I always had a belief that I was bad with money and that very much played out into my life. Mm. Um, and that's the, the same for most people because we just run with whatever we know. Mm. So if you hear negativity around money or, you know, the I don't know about any of your listeners, but like I used to hear things like, you know, rich people money's the root of all evil and all of this kind of thing and it's it's just not true yeah no 100 percent. and I think you know one thing I didn't realize and I want my listeners to understand is that everybody has a different relationship with money and themselves and their own sense of self and their own sense of worth and I know for me um I had a very much a scarcity mindset, which I didn't realize until maybe two years ago. So I suppose I was brought up in the 80s where, you know, money was tight. We always had enough, but it was tight. And, you know, we would have watched the pennies. So in my relationship with money is that was that money is scarce. And that would have kind of followed me through my life up until maybe a couple of years ago. You know, things like, you know, you you hear people say, oh, he's really tight or she's really tight. It's not their fault. It's not that I was ever called tight, but it's not their fault. It's because of their their conditioning when it comes to money, right? Wouldn't you agree with that? Absolutely. It literally is whatever you have has been programmed in, you just run with that. And scarcity mindset is, is really common. The problem for women, uh, you know, as we're, we're talking about women leaders here today, is for us, it often manifests in being underpaid. Yeah. If you're an entrepreneur, it's undercharging, you know, and like people think, oh, just give me the money and I'll sort the problem. It doesn't work that way. Everybody has a money story. And until you identify what that is, you know, if that's where your challenges are. And most of us know if we're challenged about money because our bank account will tell us pretty quick. Mm-hmm. You know, and this value and all, it comes from, it really comes from us, you know, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And like you said there around your money story. So talk to me, I suppose, first of all, I just might back up a little, right? So the reason I wanted to kind of have you on for my listeners was to really, there's a, there's a massive gender pay gap as we, as we well know between men and women. Okay. And a lot of women are afraid to stand their ground. They don't, they don't own their worth. They like, don't want to, upset anybody they don't want to ruffle any feathers and therefore they often don't get what they want so what would you say to those women so this is part of our programming so we have been conditioned as women we are conditioned from the cradle we'll say that you know we're just not quite good enough we're just not quite smart enough you know we're just not quite where men are You know, and it's not to pit men against women, but that's the reality of the situation. And yes, it is changing, but it's changing really, really slowly and not fast enough for any of us to see a huge difference. Because you ask any woman who's gone in and asked for a pay rise and most likely will have been told no. I mean, I remember years ago asking somebody for a pay rise and being told no. I never went back and asked again. Yeah. You know, I just went to that place of, Oh, well, you know, maybe I'm, I'm 
not good enough from it, you know, all the negative stuff that comes in. So when you really, if you're going to say, if you're going to ask your boss for a pay rise, it's really important to be prepared write down the value that you bring to the company, know exactly what you're going to say. Don't bring fear into the, or that scarcity mindset into the, into the room, into the conversation, because that will be the conversation. Mm. You know, most likely you'll be given a hundred reasons why the company is struggling and this, that, and the other, but you really need to have practiced this. I would never go in and ask for a pay rise, rise without practicing. Mm-hmm. I'd have written out every bit of value I give to my boss and to the company. I'd have it all verbatim so that as soon as an objection, like on a sales call, as soon as an objection comes up, because money is, brings up everyone's stuff, mm-hmm. even the boss, mm-hmm. you know, they yeah. have their own stuff around money. And don't forget, if you're asking somebody for money, okay, it's a company, whether you're asking the HR manager, you're asking the boss, you're also getting your response through their money blocks. Mm, the yes. Yeah, and, I never thought you know, that. We've, and this is what I mean about in your business, in your job, in your life, your money story, your money blocks, they will impact every single decision mm. and move that you make. So mm. it's really important. This is why this stuff is critical. And for me, I'm on a mission to tell women about it because we just don't know. Mm. And we hear the word wealth. And I know when I used to hear the word wealth, I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, that's not me. And run the other direction because we always think you have to be wealthy to talk about wealth. But what is wealth? I mean, it's just it's just a lot of, you know, it's just an excess or a lot of something that we desire. Mm. We think that wealth is money just and it's not because people have money and they're miserable. They're lonely they're depressed they're unhealthy mm. money is just money yeah I, I I really agree with what you said there I, I money money being just money and people being depressed I think a lot of people think uh, many people think that when when they have money they'll be happy right and that you and I both know is not the case right but just to go back to the the pay increase piece so a lot of my listeners work in the corporate space and there is a lot of red tape there are a lot of corporate policies when it comes to you know the percentage increase you're allowed etc cetera, etc cetera. um so i agree with you what you said around the boss have seen things through their mind their money mindset 100% never thought of that but there's also that this corporate kind of I suppose, pay scale and there's certain increments. So how can women get around that? If they know, for example, they could get an extra 20 grand up the road, how can, and they want to stay in the company that they're working in, how can they articulate their value to their their leader, to their manager, to the boss? Yeah, well, I think that's where the preparation comes in because let's say you had a husband and wife and they both went for a pay rise and the husband, you know, they both got told no. We'll just say they both got told no. And they both came home and they said, that's it. I'm out of there. They don't value me. I'm looking for a new job. And the husband would say, for example, the male or the, I'm only saying husband. It could be brother, father, whatever. I'm just saying the difference between men and women. So the the guy gets on the internet. He finds a job. He goes in and hands him his notice, you know, because men see their value very differently to women. Then a woman will come home 
she'll say, that's it. I'm going, I'm applying for a new job. But she will come home and she will start getting on the internet and she'll start looking at job specs and she'll start deciding that, oh, I haven't quite got that qualification. Maybe I need to look at this. And then she'll start as, because we are natural givers, she'll start thinking about, well, maybe it's easier to stay there or I'll just give it another six months or I've put so much into this job, I'll give it a little bit longer. And this is what happens because we get money creates emotion and we get into the emotion of the money. And before you know it, you're there another five years being mm-hmm. valued. Yes. Where the preparation comes in. You need to be able to, as I said, bring no fear into the room, but have your facts ready. Because mm-hmm. if you're in a corporate environment, the, it mm-hmm. will be very much factual and they will talk about um the you know the different scales and all that kind of thing but honestly if you're in a company that's not giving you what you want then maybe you need to leave that company because Mm. loyalty is great if it's a two-way street but that what you said lucy is exactly the point you'll say i like this company we tend to be loyal you know it's time to say do you know what i'm not being valued here i am Mm -hmm. smart enough i am good enough i do deserve better than this and just get a different job. Yeah. Start your own business. I, I agree. I agree 100%. Like, because I think what, what you're saying there about being prepared is key. I remember years ago, uh, somebody asked me for a pay rise and she started telling me all the reasons why she needed it, right? And her family and this kind of thing. And I had to turn around to her kind of mid-pitch and say, listen, can you come back to me next week with this? Because what I actually need to hear is, what value you're bringing to the company, like show me data, because when I try to go to get this approved and I wanted to give it to her, um, I'm going to need data to kind of back it up. So I would really agree with you there in the preparation. Um, and I was going to say as well, like how important is knowing your worth and knowing what you want before you go into that conversation? A hundred percent, because honestly, you need to make decisions from where you want to be. So the mindset and the thought process that got you to here is great. But if you are on the same salary that you were on two years ago, or you're stuck at the same income level from two years ago, whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you're in corporate, then you're stuck. You've hit Mm -hmm. that plateau. And what's going to happen is you will be at that same level in two years time unless you do something about it. You know, and so how what, so how do people get past this block, right? So this is this is what I'd love to hear your wisdom on. So you know, I, I the corporate world is very you get brainwashed, right? You get sucked in by the culture, and you get sucked in. Somebody said to me by the noble cause, right? Because every company has a mission, a noble mission to support some people in the world, and it connects with our emotions, right? And then you ask for the pay rise, or or you're told that promotion will be coming up in six months. Just hang tight. And I hear that over and over and over again, people being told, promised, this is coming down the line and it never comes or else it takes five times longer. Right. So how can we expedite that process? How what mindset shifts need to happen for people who are in that situation right now? Well, you know, it's really your internal value that creates money, that creates where we are in life, creates our success. So really tapping into your achievements for one, because most of us never sit down with a piece of paper and write out all our achievements. I was speaking to a woman the other day, a client of mine, and she she happened to say, oh, I was doing, you know, I've done this, this and this. And I was like, whoa, 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 back up a second. 
you never ever mentioned any of this to me. I never did, knew you had received all this training. You know, none of that because she just done it. Tick that box. It was in a file somewhere and we move on. So this is how we undervalue ourselves all the time. I would suggest the first thing is to get out that piece of paper, mm-hmm. write out all of your achievements, every course you've done, everything you've created, everyone you've worked with, every, you know, every bit of value you've brought to other people. And I don't mean in your job, just I mean, in every every walk of life certificates, we're all certified to death but that's the problem we think oh I can't do this without another certificate or another yeah. course it's having the self-belief to go do you know what I can do this I don't need another course I'm not doing that course I'm not I don't need another mentor like we all need mentors what I mean is we can be over mentored someday you have to make the leap and go mm-hmm. for it yourself Mm-hmm. And I think that all kind of comes from the internal work, like you said. So that would be a lot of the work I would do with my own clients, too, would be around all that internal work and getting to the root cause of these limiting beliefs that that we hold. A lot of women hold about our value and what we're capable of. Right. It's like you kind of set the bar here when really, you know, you can you can achieve anything you want if you put your mind to it. Right. I just want to pause this episode for a second to tell you about something super exciting that I'm hosting on the 22nd of May and it's absolutely free. It's my brand new imposter syndrome breakthrough masterclass. I cannot wait because in this one hour masterclass, I'm going to show you how you can make the ultimate shift from struggling to execute with confidence and feeling not good enough and confused as to how you can make changes to exploding your personal confidence in your leadership role and eliminating imposter syndrome for good so you can make the impact you want to make while maintaining balance and having a lot more fun too. Trust me, this is going to be so worth an hour of your time. Head over to lucygarden.com forward slash masterclass right now to save your seat. Absolutely anything. And the thing about it is, it's just what we're told. You need to start visualizing yourself where you want to be, because where you are now is fine. But if you want to progress, you're going to have to start stepping into that woman you want to become. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be someone who is in corporate on a six or seven figure salary, then you have to start seeing yourself there. You have to visualize what your day looks like. You have to visualize what your life looks like what you do every day, what you drive, where you live. It's not daydreaming. It's not airy-fairy. You have to put it out there because what happens is when you start creating a vision of where you want to be, your mind goes to that place. At the moment, if you, especially if you're not happy in your job, it's constantly going around and around the same stuff. And we've 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, and most of them are just rehashed from yesterday. So it's being really aware and really conscious of where your mind is going because 80% of us are focused on getting away from something. Only 20% of us focus on where we're going. Mm. And the problem with focusing on where you're, what you're trying to get away from is you tend to bring more of that in. So yes. the job and you're stuck. And then another year or another six months, and you're like, Oh, how did this happen? Be in the 20% focusing on where you're going. Cause that's where the shift will happen. 
Yes, I absolutely love that. So being the 20% where so you know where you're going and like visualization, talk to me a little bit about that. Like, I mean, I'm a big believer in visualization and I would do a lot of that work with my clients as well. And I had Keith Barry on uh, the podcast not so long ago and he shared his whole creative visualization um, technique that he uses. So I'd love to hear if somebody wants to step into who they want to become and you're saying you want to visualize it, explain your method of doing that. So for me, it's yes, I have a vision board, really important. You have to be able to see that, but it's much, it's a, it's a level up from that. Vision boards are great, but you need to do more. I mean, sitting around singing songs, and I do sing songs about being a millionaire, don't get me wrong, but it's not enough just to do that looking at your vision board. Um, you know, it's how you show up every day. It literally is how you dress every day, what you say to yourself every day. Um, you know, the external stuff, the material things, yeah, it all helps. But really, it's like it's all it's making it's coming back to yourself. And it's all about you. What's your self talk like? What's your what are your beliefs around money? Find out what they are, because otherwise you're just on this autopilot regurgitating the same stuff all the time. And for most of us, it's negative. But until someone comes in and kind of creates that pattern interrupt, we don't know. We just, as I said, it's autopilot. And, and what about, I know you mentioned earlier when we were off air, I know that you did some work with Bob Proctor. I love, um, I do always do this abundance meditation that Bob Proctor has. And I remember he says something in it, which was really profound. And he said something like, um, you know, you kind of, you look at everybody else, you look at wealthy people and you think that's for them. But I think he says something in the meditation, like that's not just for other people. It's for you too. Because the only thing stopping you having it is your mindset, is your money mindset, right? Totally. So what happens, especially, you know, when we see successful people, like, I mean, honestly, Lucy, what do you what do you think? Or even not now, what would you have thought previously when you saw successful people? Oh, like, I mean, I thought it would have just happened for them and they were lucky and all of that. But what I know now is it takes a lot of hard work, a lot of mindset shifts, right, to be successful. Yeah. And what happens is we often see successful people and we put them on a pedestal mm. and we can't see ourselves there. So mm-hmm. we're here and they're up there. So it's shifting that mindset that wealth, it, nobody's potential is any more than anybody else. But what happens is the more your potential expands as you move towards it, whereas we think there's an end goal. So there is no particular end goal. Once you start moving in that direction you want to move in, and once you start going after setting a goal and going after it, it keeps moving. Yes. Learn and grow as you go along. But you have to set goals. You have to have something to be reaching for. Otherwise, you won't, you know, this, we talk about the why and the goal. It's really important because you, when things go wrong, you'll lose momentum and you'll say, oh, you see, works for all of them. It's just me. We always, you know, our minds are designed to to mm-hmm. bring us first, to go to worst case scenario. So we'll always go there first. So you need to have something that will bring you back. And awareness is just a huge part of this. It's, I would never tell anybody it's simple. It takes work. Yeah. But the process is quite straightforward once you actually make the decision to do the work. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think what you said there around like just believing in your own worth first and, and how you can do that, how, how I found, how I did it was this whole not fake it till you make it, it's fake it till you become it. So I see myself already as a 
millionaire, right? That's how I think. It's not that I want a million. I actually don't want the money. I want to be successful. <laughs> but, but no, but it, it's just a resource. To me, money, money is no more valuable than fresh air. It's no more valuable than water. It enables you to do things. So for me, like I try and align my behavior to who I want to become. Like it's like fake it until you become it. And I promise you to my dear listeners, it works. Because if you had told me two years ago, that I would be feeling this way, I would have said you were mad. And it's because I've tricked my subconscious mind into believing it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I would have, my thing is not fake it till you become it. It's actually act as if. So we all have a different, and there, none of them are wrong. Mm-hmm. I just am very aware of the messages that I send to my subconscious mind, because like you said, your subconscious mind doesn't know right from wrong good or bad it believes everything you feed it and um, this is why vision boards are really important because it's very visual it loves numbers so don't just say i want loads of money or i want more money pick a number and then when you get to that number or even when you get halfway there increase your number the one thing i would say to people is if you pick a number and you can't see it happening don't start pulling back on the number because that's really common you know say you want to have a 10k month um or you wanted to have a 10k salary increase and you see yourself getting there but maybe not at the speed we we kind of go okay well uh, i'll make it five. Oh no do you know what i'll make it two this month just keep going keep going extend the, the vision timeline. don't reduce yeah don't reduce the vision just extend just push out your timeline a little yeah oh my god i absolutely love that there's such gold here so denise tell me um the best piece of advice you've ever received i always ask my guests this um, I suppose the best piece of advice or one of the, there's so many, um, one of the best pieces would have been back when I started all of this work and would have been in Louise Hay's work, you know, which is believing in yourself. Because honestly, if we don't value ourselves, no one else is going to do it. And I firmly believe that, you know, we're talking about women being underpaid and under earning and undervalued. That's the real pandemic, you know, this, we need to stop this. We need to stop women being underpaid, stop under earning, but it has to start with ourselves. Yeah. Because if we go in wishy-washy with maybe, I don't know, am I worth it? You're going to get shot down. The whole idea of this is to empower women to be able to say, do you know what? I'm worth every penny and then more. Bye. Yeah. Gone. Absolutely. So believe in yourself and tell me a a, a piece of advice that you love to give to people. So, um, okay. So we talked about embodiment and I suppose my most important piece of advice for anyone is to step into who you want to become, get super clear on who she is. It doesn't matter. Please remember this. If you take nothing else from today, it doesn't matter what you believe about money. It doesn't matter what you believe about yourself right now. All of this stuff is just locked in there as old beliefs. You can change it and you can start afresh from today. So please just, that's my best piece of advice. Decide who you want to be. You can change it, but decide who you want to be now and start moving towards that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just finally, like, how do you feel about obviously, um, invent women, you know, advising women around investing in coaches like you and I, like, what's the value? Because I know for me, I struggled with that at the start. I, I remember my first coach, I paid her 8,000 euro and I nearly fell off the chair when she told me because I didn't, I couldn't believe that I would ever invest in myself. And now I have the bug, right? So how, just final question, how can women get over this whole thing around 
knowing that they're enough, that knowing that they are enough to invest in to help them become her. Yeah. And I totally get that. I mean, I was the same when I started. I was petrified of investing, especially with my money mindset at the time. But, you know, start for where you are. Like I've invested over 50,000 in and it, it, it is scary. It's still scary because, the, you know, you start to invest at a higher, higher level. But the personal development and investing in yourself is the best money you will ever spend. Yeah. Because I've bought designer handbags and I've bought nice cars and I've had all of that over years and a nice house. And I've also lost everything, you know, so you won't lose it if you do the work on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Money, I, I, if something goes, it's fine. But honestly, do that work on yourself. It's the, it's the best money you'll ever spend because you'll always have it. Yeah, absolutely. So Denise, listen, thank you. You've been an absolutely fantastic guest. Where can people find you? So um, I am on denisemcgarry.com, uh, Denise McGarry on Instagram. I'm out there. Yeah, Denise McGarry on LinkedIn, everywhere. Okay. So just go and connect. I have a free masterclass next week. If anybody would like more information, please come along to the masterclass. It'd be great. We'll have another deep dive. I could okay. talk about this forever, as you know. Perfect, perfect. Well, listen, guys, I'll link everything in the show notes. And Denise, listen, thanks a million. You've been a fabulous guest. I will talk to you again soon. Thanks a million, Lucy. It was great. What a fabulous topic that we absolutely need to speak more about. You can find everything, all the links mentioned at the show notes at lucygarnon.com forward slash 034. And if you found this episode useful, can you please forward on to a couple of colleagues who you know are amazing and they need to own your, their worth too. So until next time, I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.